Hey Larry, my weirdest fear is dying by spontaneous combustion. I know, right? Go figure. Welcome to Your Weirdest Fears. I'm your host, Larry Mullins. And as you have just heard, today's fear is a hot one. Spontaneous human combustion. That fear was emailed to us by Christine Sutton, but read by podcast producer Dempsey Pilat. Imagine watching TV or walking the dog when all of a sudden, boom, you burst into flames. Oh, it's a wild idea, but it hasn't entirely been ruled out by scientists. Oh, no. In fact, one biologist theorized that it's possible if your body builds up enough of something called acetone, which is commonly found in things like bread, alcohol, and nail polish remover, it could happen. And a little over a decade ago, in Ireland, one medical examiner actually ruled once death the result of spontaneous human combustion. That remains one of the most famous cases people point to when talking about the concept. But the question remains, can it really happen to you? For that answer and more, we go to today's expert writer, investigator, and self-proclaimed skeptic, Benjamin Radford. Ben's written a lot on this topic, as well as several other unexplained mysteries. In fact, you know the website Snopes? You've probably gone on there to find out if something is true. Well, Benjamin has debunked myths for Snopes. Unlike many other explorers of the paranormal, he prides himself on being one whose beliefs are rooted in science. And with that, we ask him, is spontaneous human combustion scientifically possible, Ben? Anything is possible. Let me just begin the preface with that. So, you know, in science, we never rule anything out because you never know. Science operates on the best available evidence. And what we think is impossible today might be overturned next year or next month or whatever else. The real question is, is it scientifically plausible? Is there good evidence for it? And the answer is no. Just like that. All right, man. Thanks a lot. Nice talking with you. Have a good day. Okay, we're all done here. No, no, it's a fascinating topic. And really, this is why I love digging into these topics, because to me, the fascinating thing is the journey. We can say yes or no, this is or isn't scientifically plausible. The question is, why do people think it's going on? Why is there this fear? What's the cultural baggage behind it? The question is not, can a body burn once it's lit? Because of course it can. In spontaneous human combustion or SHC, can a body self-ignite and burst into flames with no obvious sources of ignition? And that's a much more complex question. What happened that led everybody to think that you're going to burst into flames one day? Well, so there's a really interesting history here. So the idea that people can burst into flames spontaneously, what we now know as spontaneous human combustion, is a relatively recent idea. Before that, it was called preternatural combustion. It sounds better if you say it in a British accent, but I can't. It was actually a very popular conceit in 18th century literature. Okay. So you had people, for example, Charles Dickens in his novel Bleak House in 1853, having a character that just burst into flames. Or Herman Melville, Washington Irving, Mark Twain, and other people wrote about this. And people reading about them and saying, yeah, that's a fictional story, but that happens in real life. It wasn't seen as something that was, oh, that's science fiction, that's fantasy. It's like, well, yeah, this is a fictional novel, but these things really happen. Okay. At the time, this sort of combustion was blamed on moral failings. So the belief was that people who are most likely to burst into flames were people who were bad, immoral people. This is common throughout history, right? People say, well, why did the plague get me? Why did something bad happen to my family? Why was there a stillbirth? Why did lightning strike my farm? And oftentimes they would assume that it's because they did something bad. They were incurring God's wrath. So let me ask you this. What led you to take the deeper dive into this myth? So it was always sort of this tantalizing mystery that on the face of it, would seem to be amenable to scientific explanation. Either people burst into flames 
or they don't. Right. <laughs> this, this no is, there shouldn't be yeah. any mystery here. Yeah. That was what intrigued me was like, okay, fine. There's these stories. There's these legends. There's these myths. But are they true? And is there a scientifically plausible mechanism by which bodies can just burst into flames? And so you became a professional skeptic. Yeah, I, I consider myself an investigator. It's certainly true that a lot of the topics that I investigate, I end up debunking. But my goal when I research these topics is not to debunk or disprove. My goal is to figure out what the hell is going on. Talk about this case in Ireland. Can you tell yes. us more about that? What happened? In December 2010, a 76-year-old man in Ireland, Michael Faraday, who burned to death in his home, there were scorch marks above and below his body, but there was no evidence of any accelerant, no gasoline, kerosene, or anything else. And curiously enough, and I wrote about this topic for Discovery News when I was a writer for them, the coroner in this case, somewhat remarkably, <laughs> in my opinion, attributed this to SHC, to spontaneous human combustion. And it wasn't really clear why, because as it turns out, if you sort of dig into the details, his body was found near an open flame. It's not like he was in the middle of a crowd swimming or skydiving. He was by himself. And almost certainly what happened was a spark from the open fire nearby sparked and set his robe alight and he burned up. To me, that's the more likely explanation. That and the guy had a cigar he was smoking with a glass of rum next to the table. Well, you know, we can go there if you want. <laughs> but look, here, here's the thing. So they're by themselves alone, usually inebriated, oftentimes smoking or yeah. near an open flame. So when you sort of when you take a closer look at these cases, you're like, you know what? Maybe this is not quite as mysterious mm. as first yeah, claim. One of those deals. Let me ask you this. Do you know anyone who has that fear that you've dealt with directly? I don't. I've met people who have been afraid of everything from curses to Bigfoot to alien abductions. I've never met anybody who's been afraid of spontaneous human combustion per se, or if so, they haven't told me about it. I would just say, you know, don't worry about it. Again, there's no good, credible scientific basis for it, despite what you may see on, you know, on these sort of mystery mongering TV shows and things like that. It's almost certainly not going to happen to you. There are basically no modern recorded cases of it at all. So of all the things to be afraid of, put this very, 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 very down on your list. Okay. And with that said, Benjamin Bradford, thank you so, so much for joining me. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. And thank you so much for listening to Your Weirdest Fears. I want to know your fears, so share them, and you could be featured in the podcast. If you click on the episode description, you will see the team's email address. If you're enjoying the show, please rate us, review us, and subscribe to our podcast. If you're enjoying the show, please, please, please rate us, review us, and subscribe to our podcast. You can find us on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast from. Your Weirdest Fears is a production of 1010 Wins and WCBS News Radio 880. Our special thanks to producers Jill Webb and my man Dempsey Pilot. Andy Eganthorpe is the audio engineer. Femi Redwood is the managing producer of podcasts. And I'm your host, Larry Mullins. Thanks for listening. <laughs>